Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Here are your hosts, Christian Karashevitz and Jim Fuse. Welcome, everyone, back to the Launch Your Live Show podcast. My name is Christian Karasevich, and I'm joined by my trusty colleague, Jim Fuse. Jim, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Christian. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. You know, I just got off of a live video summit where I talked about how to build video overlays for your live streams that you're doing, whether it's on Facebook or YouTube or Periscope or LinkedIn Live and so on, you know, and I thought, well, hey, I just did this training. Why don't we talk about the importance of using video overlays for your live streams and the six types of live video overlays that you should be creating? And we'll even give you some tools. So do you want to start off, by the way, telling viewers, like, what's a video overlay? Yeah. So a lot of times people don't think about it, but a video overlay basically allows you to kind of cover up what's going on with all the cameras and the people that are live. And so it gives you a little transition time. It can also be a way to show maybe some show sponsors Mm -hmm. or even kind of split your show up. And so that's what we're going to go in today. And of course, one that seems to get a lot of talk these days, Christian, when we see on all the different social media groups we're in is the countdown timer. Yes, the countdown timer. And I know we talked about this one uh, actually last episode of, of my show, Social Chatter. We talked about uh, using Stream Timer and some additional uh, and eCam, for example, like tools that uh, people could use to create that countdown timer. Now, I know you're not 100% a fan of this. Uh, do you want to tell people, like, okay, what's a countdown timer? Why is it important? And uh, do they really need one? Well, it, so it's interesting. A countdown timer lets people know that I, I won't always say that it's when the show is going to start, but it's a countdown to something happening. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times it's meant for people to say, okay, five minutes before the show starts, the, the you'll see the count, they're literally starting their show five minutes ahead of time. Right. So they're, they're somewhat, if you want to say tricking the system uh, or, or they're actually doing it as separate thing. And so it'll start counting down the time. And so people are all excited because uh, one program we use, StreamYard, now allows what they call a five-minute overlay. So if you're like, oh, now I can do a five-minute countdown timer. Uh, and so it can be good because maybe it reminds people, but you know, there's other ways to remind people. So I, I don't have an issue with a short countdown timer. I just think that sometimes if you really think that someone's going to wait for five minutes for your show to start, uh, they're just going to come back five minutes later if they really want to watch your show. So, but a countdown timer can be a visually appealing way. I, I know Ecamm has it built in mm-hmm. to have a countdown timer, yeah. and I and there's a ton of programs that I, that I know we're going to talk about in a future episode. But basically, you're counting down to get things started. In a, in theory, you're building some excitement. I don't, you know, I, I don't know. What do you think, Christian? You might you might be a little bit more excited about a countdown timer than me. So I, I don't know. I, I like the countdown timer on a couple of occasions. I like it, for example, if I'm going to go live 
for example, and I'm going to give people kind of a, you know, a behind the scenes of what's going on. For example, it might just be me working on my keyboard, for example, and I can easily wave to people and so forth, you know, so I can do some things ahead of time. The other reason I actually like a countdown timer is because it actually gets me prepared for my show. So when I set that countdown timer, you know, this is the, and we talk about this a lot. We talk about consistency with live video. It's not about like, oh, I, you know, I went live this week. It's being consistent with when you go live. And the one thing a countdown timer does, which I think is very useful is when I hit that, you know, go live button, I have to be on time. And if I'm somebody who's not very punctual, uh, this is where like having that countdown timer can actually be a little bit of a nudge. Hey, I've already told my audience I'm here. I'm not going to actually back out of the show, come up with some excuse and whatnot. So that's a reason why I like a countdown timer. Now, I don't like them, you know, kind of like what you said, you know, if you set up a 15 minute countdown timer, I mean, that's a long time for somebody to kind of a keep their stream open. B, if you're using it on your machine, you can actually run into some issues running a countdown timer because that immediately kicks off the live video process. And if you have really, you know, if your internet's not great, maybe you don't have a lot of system resources on your machine. You've already, you know, 15 minutes just waiting around. You know, that's actually wasting a bunch of system resources and your machine can also get really hot. The fan can kick on. That can be a lot of noise during your live stream. But overall, I mean, like I said, a countdown timer, it can be useful if I'm just starting a live show. You know, I want to hear what you think, but I don't think people need to use a countdown timer when they are beginning their live show. Like if this is like my first or my 50th episode, you know, I don't think a countdown timer is necessary, but I think once you, you know, start to really kind of get into the habit and you build an audience, yes, a countdown timer is great. Uh, what do you think? Should people have a countdown timer? Well, I think, I think, uh, I would agree with you. I don't think it's something that you need to be focused on. I think sometimes it gets into, uh, getting too complicated. It's, I, I think mm-hmm. the kiss method, keep it simple. Yeah. Uh, is is the way to go so don't worry so much about a countdown timer but really what i think our next overlay which could be of more value and in a sense be in a sense a countdown timer like thing without calling it that is the intro overlay yes the intro overlay a beautiful graphic that you can put up now one thing that we always do for example we do it for social chatter is at the beginning we will put up this graphic and then when we hit start on our live show, you know, that graphic, for example, it actually gets picked up on uh, Facebook. It gets picked up on YouTube. We can actually use it as a nice thumbnail as well if we want to have it stand out, you know? So I think having a an intro video overlay makes a lot of sense. Uh, do you, do you, have you used a, do you use static graphic for yours? Do you use a, uh, you know, a video? well, we had, we had a, a, a video overlay before, which was about 30 seconds, but, yeah. uh, but we, we need to update it because we had changed our, our artwork up. But, uh, yeah, I think I like it too, because you can, uh, you can make it just a standard thing for the show and it gets people ready. And as you know, it's mm-hmm. playing, you know, like, okay, as soon as this thing ends, the show's going on. And so I, I even would equate it to when people do podcasts and they have their intro uh, audio. It's it's a similar uh, process. So many things you can do with this. And yeah. uh, depending on the program, you, you know, it can be short, uh, almost as long as you want it. But remember, you're doing a live video. People are here to listen to the live part and not a bunch of pre-recorded stuff all the time. Yep, exactly. Love that. So, okay. So you could have a video intro. It can be, for example, like we put up 
our logo, we put up the name of the show, and then we have a URL that we use that's standard. We put that up on the graphic, and then what it is, for example, it's socialchefs.com forward slash live. When somebody goes to that, it actually redirects them to the current episode of the show. Now, the great thing is that we don't have to change that graphic every single show. It's the same graphic. The only thing we have to do behind the scenes is change the URL to redirect. And we use a tool called Pretty Links for that. We'll put that in the show notes, by the way. Um, anything else you want to add about the, the intro? Just, you know, use your imagination. There's so many things you can do with it. I mean, maybe if you've got a show sponsor, you know, mm -hmm. put the show sponsor's logo in there. So okay. you're giving them a little bit of time. And uh, yeah, so I think, I think it's a good tool to definitely look into. Uh, just make sure that you, you know, that it's on point and that it's adding value to your viewers. And uh, I like this next one that we're going to talk about because I think What's it's that? something that you do a really good job with on social chatter. And that's the segment overlay. Yes. So what is the segment overlay? So this is what the third graphic, I think, right? Yes. So segment overlay is maybe you actually want to break your show up almost into chapters, which, by the way, is something that YouTube has started to roll out uh, mm -hmm. to find things. And so as an example, uh, in social chatter, uh, Christian has a part he calls tool time. Mm -hmm. And so he'll actually put an overlay out there for a few seconds and and once again the overlay is basically going to take everybody off camera or or at least or off the video yep. and it lets people know we're about to start something new and different on the show mm -hmm. so maybe you want to if you've if you had multiple guests maybe you have multiple topics right. you kind of put that overlay to say what you're about to talk about and it just it's a way to kind of make things stand out, breaks up the pattern of the show. I, I think it's a, it's a really neat uh, thing to do. Yeah. And actually the reason I use that is because it's not just the transition for the segment, but it actually makes it easy for me to then transition, as you mentioned, from one part of the show to the next. And the great thing about that is, you know, it gives me time, for example, to pull up the screen that I want to share. You know, I can still talk to people on camera while I'm actually, uh, well, even though I'm not on camera, I can still talk to people, you know, keep the show going. So definitely, you know, you may want to have a segment graphic. And again, ours is just the name of the graphic and we stick with the theme of the show, like the color palette and whatnot that we use. Okay. So we talked about countdown timers, intros. Uh, the third item was a segment. If you have multiple segments during your show, you know, you do want to look at it and say, well, I don't need five segment graphics. I may need one or two. It really depends on the length of your show. If it's like a, you know, if your show is like 30 minutes or 15 minutes or something like that, you don't want to have too many graphics. Uh, just keep that in mind. Um, okay. So what's next? The outro. Cause unfortunately the show must come to an end at some point because mm -hmm. uh, we all have to sleep. And so the outro is a great way to wrap the show up and maybe hit on some uh, different things that, you know, just kind of a fun way, even mm -hmm. maybe flash in some of the ways that uh, people can connect with you or your guest. You know, once again, if you've got sponsors for your show, you could have the sponsor logos out there or even yeah. just share the logo of maybe the product you're using to live stream. I know, uh, as you know, we always say that we're powered by StreamYard. And, and so we're not sponsored by StreamYard, but I think by sometimes giving credit to the platform you're using, that makes the company, you know, takes, uh, 
visibility of you and say, hey, we need to follow these guys who are doing a good job of promoting us. Definitely. So, okay, yeah. So definitely have an intro graphic. Now, the other reason why we use an intro, in, sorry, an outro graphic, my bad. Next, the other reason why we use an outro graphic is because, again, it's a bit of a magic trick in a way or a smoke and mirrors thing, you know, but for for good. So one thing that we always notice, regardless of where we broadcast from, at the end of our show, if we want to like have a nice outro, maybe we have a video outro, uh, what we will do is we will put up an outro graphic. And then that actually will do this. It will hide Jim. It'll hide myself. It'll hide our guest. And then it actually is not that awkward pause of waiting for the live stream to actually stop. Because sometimes when you hit that, you know, uh, stop recording button, it actually will not stop for maybe three to five seconds. And it can just be really awkward because you're like, okay, what do I do? And it also doesn't look good if you're broadcasting to say YouTube and you have like the outro graphic and then it's like, oh, wait, we're still cutting to like kind of a blooper or something. So uh, definitely have an outro graphic. And that gets to the next point, which is, um, you know, is an end, an end screen as well. Um, end screen and outro, like they're both a little different, you know, so this is what, this is the fifth item. Uh, the outro is, you know, maybe that's like a thanks for watching screen or it's a wrap up or maybe it's a, a video that you want to play. But then an end screen is important. And that's a hold screen, basically, is what I would call it. Um, so what that one basically does, pretty straightforward, you throw that up at the end of your video while your video is playing. You throw that up to go next, for example, in StreamYard. And it says something like, thanks for watching. And it has our social media links uh, where people can connect with our business or it has our website or things like that. We basically don't put in that screen things that need to change. So we want to put like, hey, thanks for watching. Here's the you know four social media platforms that we are on. Not everyone, just the main ones. So I'd say an end screen. Now, what else do people need to think about when they're making their live video overlays, Jim? Well, don't forget that uh, you may want to use lower thirds and lower thirds uh, are a way to maybe as an example, have the question that you're asking uh, put on screen uh, because sometimes when people are perusing through videos, they have the sound off. And yep. so where these overlays can come into play uh, is they can say, oh, this is what they're talking about. This is what I wanted to hear. And then they'll put the put the volume on. Also, it's a great way maybe to introduce your guest. <laughs> you can also use uh, what they call rolling uh, banners, which maybe it's like subscribe to your YouTube channel or where, where you want people to follow you as well as your guest. Uh, th those are just some of the ideas that I can think of for lower thirds. Uh, any that you can think of Christian that I might've missed? Um, I, I mean, you definitely, so, okay. So you want to have, uh, sometimes it's like what we'll do is we'll put up a topic. So for example, like we'll do the ones kind of like what you just talked about. Like if, if you're coming on and I'm coming on and the guest is coming on, each one has a lower third there that might have a name. It might have a website or a social media channel uh, where you can connect with that person. Um, or maybe it's got a Twitter handle where you can tweet them during the show. Uh, in addition to that, if we're talking about like tools, for example, or topics, we have a lower third that we bring up for that as well. A lot of times that will have maybe the name of the topic uh, and then or maybe it's a question that we'll ask people. So we might have a custom lower third for something like that. Now you don't have to make those fancy again. It's just a, like, it matches with your brand, but you want to make sure that it also, you know, is, um, it's not too wordy. If you are going to use a lower third graphic, you don't need, like, for example, we don't want our, you know, if we're talking about a tool, we don't want the tool to actually wrap on the 
lower third. So what we, we do is it forces us to, have to be very succinct with the text that we put. What's the name of the tool? What's a one sentence or less you know, amount of text that we can put um, to have it show up to where that way people don't have to read so much. But um, I think those are probably the most important ones, you know, and I know uh, the last um, type of uh, video overlay that people should be creating, uh, it's called the bug or also known as like, it's, it's your graphic, like your uh, logo, for example, it's not the full logo, for example, like our social chefs one here, you know, it's got our chef, holding up a plate of social media channels, but we also have one that has the full on name with the, uh, with the actual graphic. And so uh, a bug, it's basically a graphical element. It usually is displayed in or uh, around like a corner of the area of your live stream. And so, you know, you might put that up. We don't put it up very often, but we do have it. It's transparent as well. So it doesn't take up a whole bunch of the screen, but that's another type of overlay we'll put up. Any other ones we forgot, Jim? Well, no, but I think I think one of the good things about a bug is that when you put it, like say in your corner, you could also even almost look at it as a watermark. So you're in a sense claiming your live stream. It, it keeps people from maybe taking your stuff, especially if maybe you're sharing some things in your live video where you're not present. So that really is a, even a way to protect your, your content. So I think, uh, I think that's a good thing to have, uh, you know, most times you're going to probably see it in the upper right corner. That seems to yep. be the classic place, but, uh, you may see other people depending on the program they're using are able to put that in other areas as well. Definitely. So, um, so there you have it, by the way, you've got six plus types of live video overlays. That's the countdown timer, the intro, the segment graphic, the lower third, the bug for your logo, the outro, the end screen. Now, if you want to go about creating uh, some of these graphics, just to list a couple of tools real quick for people, by the way, uh, one of those they can use, they can use Easel. So Easel is a fantastic platform for creating your lower third graphics. I know people can use Canva. Are there any other ones, Jim, that you can think of off the top of your head? Yeah, uh, Adobe Spark's another one that's really easy to use as well. And uh, then when you start going beyond those three, uh, you you really are going to probably start looking at uh, getting into some higher end paid tools. But there's always new stuff coming out all the time. But I don't think you can go wrong using those three to start. Definitely. You know, and we'll talk more about those tools in a future episode, uh, because, you know, as Jim mentioned, I mean, there are certainly lots of them, but we don't want to overwhelm you either. So we'd say check out Easel or Canva to get started or Adobe Spark, um, as Jim mentioned. But uh, that's going to be the uh, that's going to do it for the episode on six plus types of live video overlays that you should have. And again, I mean, it's you can always change these. So go about creating them, create that set of graphics, sequence them in your show and, you know, and continue to build on them. Like maybe you start with the intro graphic and the outro graphic. And then as you get, you know, uh, as you get moving with your show, then you can incorporate some of the other ones, you know, as you uh, move things along, as you, for example, generate some more revenue and whatnot. Um, but if you want to check out any of these tools and whatnot, just head to launchyour.live forward slash EP12. We'll see you all on a future episode. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you joining us. 
for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.